Welcome to Lift City Church Podcast, where we lift people into their next level relationship with Christ. We're so glad you're here, and wherever you're listening from, we're believing God that this message lifts you to another level. I just want to give honor to God and definitely to my pastors. I love you, Pastor Tracy and Pastor Derek. I love them because they're entrusting me with this thing. And as I go on, you're going to see that this right here is truly a miracle. Truly a miracle. And so I'm going to talk to you all about it. I also want to acknowledge my husband, tall, dark, sweet, chocolatey, and he's mine. Where are you, babe? Just give a wave. That's Deacon Jay, if y'all don't know him. Hey, babe. We call him Deacon Jay. I also want to recognize any family members that I have. A couple of them said that they were coming, and I know that they're watching online. So I want to thank God for, um, for all of you for being here today as well. Well, we're going to have a little review. Pastor Tracy and some other ministers, Brother Jared, Ms. Uh, E.L. Rachel, Minister Ava, they were all bringing forth uh, the word in the Betterment series. So we're going to continue on with the Betterment series. So in review, Pastor Tracy was talking about that crossroad, that crossroad that we always tend to meet up with. We think sometimes everything is just going so smooth and good, and then we get to that point in life that sometimes things try to take us back. So we're going to talk about that crossroads. And then she also mentioned about that assessment that we need to take that we need to stop and just see where we are. We need to do an analysis. Are we in the right place? Are we in the right position? Am I hearing the right thing? The Bible says to take heed how you hear. Who are we hearing from? So we also need to get to that place because God desires us to be better. God can't just overpour everything because we might not be able to take it at that time. So we need to go to the, through those different levels of becoming better because good is not just good enough. We have to be better. And all good is is just a state, but better is elevating our good. So we just got to move on and press our way, and we have to do some things as well. We have to cooperate with God. We have to know that this is what God says and that we need to work along with God. Because God already did everything for us already. Our spirit man is already perfect, right? He's good, but we have to work on our soul. And sometimes that soul, our mind, will, intellect, and our emotions sometimes gets in our way of growing. So that's what, we, what we're going to talk about on today. All right, so the lesson title is... He makes us better. Can y'all say that with me? He makes us better. better. Now that make is not a force. That make is he's giving us everything we need to exist to be who we need to be. So he's not forcing us to do anything. So better occurs 117 times in the word. And it occurs in different ways and in different manners. Better, according to Google, means to become more excellent, more effective, 
to have a higher quality. So who wants to just stay the same? We don't want to stay the same. We want to get better and better and go to that next level in Christ. Better according to the Bible means to become more useful, more serviceable, to have an advantage. Don't you want to have that advantage in life? Yeah. And being better is that condition that causes it, causes us to go to that next level. So this is a disclaimer that while we're talking about this, we already know that our spirit man is good, right? Yeah. All right. So why get better? We need to work on ourselves because we want to take advantage of all the blessings and all the benefits that God has already provided us with. Because if we don't, we're going to miss out. And God wants us to have all of our needs met. He will even give us desires of our heart. So we need to make sure that we're in that particular spot with God so that God can outpour and do all the things that he wants to do in our life. So let's look at Hebrews 13, 18 through 21. And it says in the Message Bible, pray for us. We have no doubts about what we're, going, what, what we're doing or why, but it's hard going and we need your prayers. All we care about is living well before God. Pray that we may be together soon. May God, who puts all things together, makes all things whole, who made a lasting mark through the sacrifice of Jesus, the sacrifice of blood that sealed the eternal covenant, who led Jesus, our great shepherd, up and alive from the dead. Now this is the part. Now put you together, provide you with everything you need to please him. So why do we need to get better? To have everything we need in order to please him. It is God, God's good pleasure to give us everything that we have a need of. And make, and make us into what gives him most pleasure by means of the sacrifice of Jesus. All these things that we have, all these gifts and talents and benefits is all because it is finished. He did everything for us already. So we shouldn't be troubled about, oh, I need this, I need that. We already have it. We can have it. The word is in our mouth. All we have to do is speak it. But we're going to see that sometimes our soul, they talk about the difference between our spirit man, the flesh, and the soul. Sometimes our soul get a little dry. We get a little emotional. We shouldn't be soon shaken when things come at us. All glory to God. Jesus forever and ever, always. And it ends with saying, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. So while ministering to different people, you hear different things that people tell us. Sometimes um, I've had people to say, I'm good. I don't need anything. I'm good. And then sometimes you'll meet some people that say, I'm all right. I already changed my life. Those are people that are stagnated. They do not want to get better. And we're in this betterment series so we can get all the benefits and take advantage of everything that God has offered unto us. Now, still, I've met some people that say, yeah, you're right. 
I got to do better. That's that person that doesn't have that fixed mindset. How many of you don't have that fixed mindset and you want to get better? You want to go to that next level. So I want you to look at this picture. Is it healthy? The plant is good. It received water, it received food, and it received the light. It was good. But take a closer look at it. You'll see that it needed to move to another place. So it had food. Yeah, we get fed. The light of the Lord is shining upon us. We get the light. Yeah. We drink every now and then, some of us, some water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but are we in that right place? You can see all those roots. The roots were growing from the food, the light, and the water. But you can see all the leaves that are wilting. And it's thinning out. We don't want to be like that. We want to become better. And he makes us better. Glory to God. So what the plant is experiencing is stagnation. Stagnation is a condition whereby there's no growth or a lack of growth. No growth or just experiencing just that constant, just a flat rate. It's not changing. You don't see any changes. But it's growing because the roots are growing. And in that one spot, it's, it's trying to get out, but it can't because it's in that place whereby it doesn't want to change. So that's the same thing that we go through sometimes. Sometimes it's a fight. We don't want to change. We don't want to take advantage of the benefits that we have that God has already given to us. Let's take a look at another picture. So as you observe this picture, you'll see Lots of things going on. We see some water, right? That's the main thing in the picture. But there's some things that's in that water. That water is stagnated. There's no movement. There's no change in it. Would you drink it? The water's good. The water itself is good. It's the stuff that's in the water. The water is good. We wouldn't even want to swim in that water, right? So we need to be careful of the condition that we're in. Those people that, when I was ministering to them, who said, I'm good. I'm all right. I already changed. They were stagnated. So what does God say about stagnation? In Deuteronomy, it talks about the children of Israel going around the same mountain. For a long time. God specified a long journey. 40 years. And it was only a 14-day trip. How long do you want to stay in that space? Whereby there's no change. 
we can't get settled on, I'm all right. I'm good. Hebrews 4 and 12 says the word of God is quick. That's, that word quick means it's alive, it's dynamic. The word of God is always moving. Even though we don't want to move with it, the word of God is moving. And that's where we need to be, being consistent and in coming into the house of God. Hearing the word and then doing the word. John 10 and 10 says he gives us life. Not just life, he gives us a better life. Life more abundantly. So we don't want to just exist. We don't want to just have life. We want it more abundantly. Preach out, preach. John 7 and 38 says his water, the river that he puts inside of us, is not stagnated. It's always flowing. So we need to flow with the water. Flow with the water. God, as I said earlier, is in the betterment business. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 in the King James Version says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or a new creation. And all those things, for those that didn't want to change, all those things is a requirement that those things be passed away and to allow those things to become new. So you may be thinking, well, I can make my own self better. I can read some books, watch some videos, go back to school. I got a skill, and I'm getting better at it. We're talking about taking advantage of what God already done, that sacrifice he made. So we're talking about that spiritual thing. That's your, your soul, whereby you're conditioning it to want more, yeah. to desire more. Yeah. That's the point that we need to get to. He makes us better. And that's what we have to keep saying to ourselves, that I don't want to stay the same. I want to change. Yeah. Holy Spirit comes, and he gives us discernment. He gives us that edge on life to say, okay, I'm taking an assessment of myself. Am I doing everything on my job that I need, need to do? I thank God for LLI because it made me a better servant. I was smiling the other day because my, my principal, my boss asked me to do something. And I did it and I was doing it. And I was like, I'm doing this as I was doing it to Pastor Tracy. Just when my principal asked, she sat down, I gave her some water, I put some water there, I put some mints there. We went to a funeral yesterday, I saved a chair. I was like, I'm taking care of my principal. Just like I take care of my principal, because we're to serve God's people. God's people is his pr priority. So I'm serving my principal and all those that's on the staff, just like I serve my principal and the deans and all of, and everybody else. I, I'm a servant. But I learned that. I, if I would have stayed the same, then I wouldn't have gone higher to know. Get my boss some water. My boss could get the water herself. <laughs> Save a chair, she should have came early. Because it was packed in there too. And everybody was looking for a seat. 
they were passing by, and I was like, y'all not getting this seat. <laughs> and I, I, was, I was excited because I was like, I'm learning. I'm getting better. I don't want to stay the same. But there was a time in my life where I was stagnated. I had no self-esteem. I didn't want to be involved with people. But I was growing. Y'all was learning so much of the word. I was in the word. I had the word, y'all. But I was by myself. Don't bother me. Don't talk to me. I was very timid. I said I was good. <laughs> I was stagnated. But at the same time, I knew God had more for me. But I didn't, I didn't think that of myself. I, I, was, I really felt down on myself. I didn't think I had this. I didn't think I had that. I needed to be stretched. I needed my roots to be untangled. And I was, I was in that place whereby everybody else was growing and you could see them blossoming. And I was like, okay, y'all good. I'm good too, just doing my thing. And then my husband <laughs> made a brave move. I say brave because he said, let's go visit a certain place, LCC. And he ended up partnering here, and I didn't even know it at first. I had a friend in here to tell me, you know, you know Jay's joint, uh, partner with the church. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know. But at that time, when I was coming in, I heard about um, the Bible Institute, the School of Ministry. And I was like, I love learning. I'm like, I really, you know, want to know more about God. So I'm going to ask them, is it all right if I join? Can I join? And they say, yeah, sure. In the first class, let me tell y'all now, first <laughs> students. Oh, Lord. Pastor Trace is the teacher of the first class, and it's going to be called Understanding your call, understanding God's calling. And I, I listened, and I was like, you call me to do something, Lord? Right. Little old me to do something? And I started, you know, attending the classes and everything. And Pastor Tracy had this word, uh, timidity was just flying around. <laughs> God didn't call you to be timid. Got to be bold. I'm like, that's so not me. Bold, Let, just, I'm good. I am good. I was comfortable. But at that same time, I was stagnated. Now, keep in mind, I'm learning. My roots are growing. And then, we, you know, we pull on. We, we went along more and more in class. And then we graduated. Class of 2018, we graduated. And then we went on, you know, hey, we're done. We sat at Pastor Tracy's feet for three years, learning. It was on Tuesdays then, right? Yeah. It was on Tuesdays. And I mean, we got so full and we got so disciplined. Ooh, Lord, if we were late, 
we had a talking too. We were called in the office. And we all just looked at each other. You did it. No, you did it. No, you did it. You had me talking out there and coming late to class. But after that, we, we learned. We learned fast. We grew. And then, you know, I think it was a couple of months, three months after that. And I, I used to work in the sound booth. Y'all know that I was comfortable, right? I wasn't around people. It was dark. I had a chance to hide back there. Oh, Lord. That's where I'm going. And then, you know, Pastor Tracy said, uh, let me see how she called me. She said, I think she called me Carol. Carol, come see. And I'm like, come see, but you on the pulpit. Don't tell me come see. That means I have to walk from the booth to the stage. At that time, Pastor Tracy was not Pastor Tracy. She was that woman. Why is that woman calling me up there? Mm, that was a lot of words in my head walking, y'all. And she said, you're going to be the dean of the school. And y'all, it just went, shoot. Because all I heard was, woman, please no. <laughs> and I love my pastor. But in my head, y'all, I was so stagnated. I, was, I, I didn't want to hear anything like that. And for those that know me when I first came, you know I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> you already know. Hey and bye. Don't talk to me. I was so stagnated, y'all. As I said, I was timid. I was fearful. And then Pastor Tracy got on this series about uh, No More Fear, I think it is. Or I think it was. And then she had everybody to put, was it No Fear? Uh, living without fear on our shirt. And I, I, I couldn't find a shirt. <laughs> so I went to Walmart, purchased some letters, and I'm ironing. I'm like, ironing on some letters. Oh, no fear. What's going on here? Oh, Lord, that was the hardest thing. And then to put the shirt on and wear it. But I tell you what, it broke yokes. Yeah. Yeah. A T-shirt that had no fear written on it. Yokes were broken off of me. And then I can receive, okay, pastor, I think I could do this. Matter of fact, because I love you, Pastor Tracy and Pastor Derek, I'm gonna go ahead and do this because I love learning and I love teaching. Don't, don't say it there's a class because I'm coming. Even though I took it before, I'm taking it again. <laughs> Don't, don't say class, because I will be there. But I was in that place where I wasn't growing, but I was learning. And I was in that place where I existed, but I wasn't moving. And if you put that plant back up, the one thing that the plant needed was to be transplanted. 
when I said, okay, Lord, I'm willing not to settle. I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to do what you would have me to do. I got better. He makes us better. He makes us desire. He makes us want to do what his word tells us to do. Not to just be a hearer of the word, but to be a doer of the word. So I was stagnant for a while. And after going through, like I said, LLI, I started experiencing different things that came my way. And when those things came my way, I knew how to handle it. I didn't tell people, look, go work it out for yourself. I had to be with the students and say, yes, what do you need? Okay. And I'm like, ooh, I'm talking to people. I'm getting out my shell. And I, I glorify God on that, that behalf. If you would go to 2 Peter 5.17, God does not want us to stay the same. God already did the work. He already did everything. We just need to do some things. And it reads, and besides this, given all diligence, add to your faith. Add to your faith. So we're starting out, we receive God, we have the word, we're living by faith. But it says to add to it. That means you're going up higher. You're going to another level. You're becoming better. Add to your faith. With all di uh, add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge. And then we need to add to our knowledge temperance. And then to our temperance, which is self-control, we need to add patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. You see where it's going? You keep adding, you're getting better and better. We, yes, we're doing the work. We have to work, because remember, our spirit man is good. We just need to work on our soul and adding those characteristics, those traits to our soul, so our soul can line up with our spirit man. And to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. See, he already declared us to be righteous already in the kingdom. But all of our righteousness, the word says, is as filthy rags. So we have to get better. We have to wash our clothes. Okay? So bettering, in other words, is to improve upon or surpass, to become more serviceable and to become more advantageous. There are other examples of becoming better people. You see, Saul was a persecutor of Christians. As he went around killing the people that proclaimed the name of Jesus, he ended up seeing a light on the road to Damascus. And that light spoke to him. And that light was speaking to him, oh, you got to do better. You can't keep killing the Christians. So what ended up happening is he stopped killing Christians and he started converting people to Christianity. He became better. Zacchaeus was a greedy tax collector until Jesus said to him, come down from that tree. Today, salvation, nothing lacking. Nothing lacking is coming to your house today. Zacchaeus, that greedy tax collector, became better. Moses was a murderer. 
until Jesus came on the, God came on the scene. He saw that burning bush, and that burning bush spoke to him. And he had to go back so that he can be used to let God's, to tell Pharaoh to let God's people go. And he had to keep going back and keep going back. And every time he went back, he got better and better and better. David was an adulterer until the prophet of God, Nathan, spoke to him and said, yes, you slept with that man's wife, but God has anointed you to become king over Israel. And then David became better and wrote a third of the book of Psalms. And one of them repenting for what he did. He became better. Not only does God make men better, but he makes women better. See, there was this lady named Ruth. She was a Moabite. One of the meanings of Moab means to fall short of the promised land. She, fought, she fell short. But she married a person, and she ended up owning some land. So what we're saying today, and I'm about to end, is Philippians 3, 12 through 14, and I'm going to read it in the Message Bible. It says, I'm not saying that I have all this together, that I have made it, but I am well on my way, reaching out for Christ. You got to keep reaching. We got, we want, we got to keep reaching towards what God wants us to have in his word. Who so wondrously reached out to us. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this. But I've got my eye on the goal. Where God is beckoning us. Onward. 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 To a better place. I'm off and running. And I'm not turning back. Hallelujah. See, we have to reach to do better. Don't be stagnated. Don't refuse to go to the next level. This thing right here that you're looking at is truly a miracle because I didn't think I had it. But God makes us better. And I just want to thank God for Pastor Tracy and Pastor Derek who with the word causes us to have everything we need in the house. We just got to stay consistent and let the word work in us because he's already did the work. We just have to keep reaching forward. And remember what the goal is. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. We'd love to connect with you. To connect and find out more about Lift City Church, text Connect Me, all one word, to 337-227-9820. Or visit us at liftcitychurch.org.